Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, the youth. Hello, everybody. You listen to youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. And today, I'm here with some fantastic people. We have Brianna, we have Anthony, Ilania, Gerald, and of course, we have Mario. And today, we're going to go by with how we normally start off our show, with the COVID-19 rundown. So for worldwide cases, we have 8.5 million confirmed, with 3.9 million recovered, and 436,000 deaths worldwide. And with this, China has been reporting their highest daily number of COVID cases from the last two months, with 57 confirmed cases now, surrounding Beijing's largest wholesale food market. And leading to this, they've, they've kind of closed off a whole, a whole portion of Beijing because of this, leading it to be more isolated, more quarantined, essentially, to try and keep everything contained as much as possible and try to stop this from spreading as quick as it possibly can, because as we know, COVID does spread very quickly and it does such harsh things. But here in the US, we have 2.7 million confirmed, as well as 823,000 recovered and 118,000 deaths. With this, we know that New York was a big epicenter here in America, but they've recently opened and they've been going in through phases. And their governor, Andrew uh, Cuomo, has warned the New Yorkers if violating social distancing protocols that they will prohibit such state reopenings and they will, again, how Florida kind of did here when Miami was still heavy with, with cases, how they're just gonna postpone the openings, you're gonna postpone any of the big agencies and any of the big uh, marketings that New York really has over there. And talking about Florida, Florida has been uh, spiking with new COVID cases and has experienced over 2000 plus cases for over two days in a row now. So. It's, it's kind of crazy because this kind of leaves us in a difficult part in the pandemic now because we're seeing how, yes, we're going into summer and it's said that during summer it was supposed to die out more and you're still seeing these, these extreme spikes and you're still seeing these uh, everyday problems and these causes that it's now you know, kind of leaving in. So with this pandemic, it kind of leaves us wondering where it's gonna leave us for the winter months especially. And people even now are saying that maybe this is the beginning for a newer second wave of it, especially in China and in certain regions like that, where they were quote unquote, uh, near COVID free. So it kind of leaves, I mean, it leaves me wondering personally, because I'm not entirely sure just how far this can go now, because again, it's extremely contagious and, and extreme. We've seen this happen in a few states where they tried to reopen a little bit too early and it causes a rise in cases, which is obviously something you want to avoid at all costs. But going back to the New York point, I feel like they opened a little bit too early because of the main reason that they were a huge epicenter for the coronavirus. So it was a little bit difficult for them to get back into business that quickly. But... I don't know. I get that New York is a huge, um, a huge state, huge city in the United States of America. It's one of the big places in America, but you have to wait that one out. There's a lot of big cities that have gotten infected by coronavirus and they had to wait it out. Like if you look in Europe, a lot of big cities over there, they would lock everybody down in their houses. I get that Europe was much worse than us. But 
we have to be a little bit more safer when it comes to that, especially uh, Andrew Como, because a second spread can happen in the snap of a finger. So you have to be very, very careful in reopening and just abandoning the CDC guidelines. I agree about like the second wave. Like if we're not careful with how fast this, what the virus uh, spreads, it's gonna continue to spread even faster, especially with the second wave that might come soon in the winter months. I feel like it's the, the numbers are gonna continue to increase more and more. Like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm very cautious. I'd rather just stay home and try to get as far away from trying not to expose myself. I think people should do too and just be careful because we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know what different things are gonna change. But like, I, I, I'm honestly speechless right now. I don't even know what to think, but I'm gonna continue being cautious and everyone should too. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Again, we're seeing so many things happening and especially we do have to stay extremely cautious with this. Uh, I, I, it kind of leaves, again, it leaves so much the imagination of what could possibly happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I see it like a lot of people are like disregarding this now, thinking that it's just completely gone away. And in reality, it hasn't at all. It's still a very real thing that we need to be worried of, that we need to be careful of. And yeah, I don't, what I don't get is why these companies are reopening now. I mean, we see here in Miami, they close at 600 cases, and now they're thinking about reopening at 2,000 cases. It doesn't make sense. Like, you need to be, like, consistent about that. You can't just reopen because you think it's a threat, and then you just reopen because, oh, it doesn't seem like a threat, even though it's a way bigger threat than it was when you closed. Like, I don't really get why companies are doing that. They should respect the boundaries. They should see that this isn't going away. They should make some new you know precautions like a good company that i think has been doing this well is Publix. they've been open all throughout this they're making people wear masks they're still taking it seriously throughout everything they're not letting up and i really admire them for that i think they've done a great job um compared to these other companies that have not been you know handling it as seriously i mean i completely uh, agree with those with those statements again it's it is pretty um in, intimidating with 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 what's with what's happening now now with this whole covid and how it's spreading and how everything's kind of coming into it but when we come back here on the youth we're going to talk more about black lives matter and how everything is standing with that here so you're listening to the youth here on slam radio sirius xm channel 145 hey look what i found a radio radio slam radio sirius xm channel 145 Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today, here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. 
Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigamanuela Pola too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigamanuela Pola? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. We are strong and we'll get through this together, but these are stressful times. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, and know that you are not alone. Visit wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Slam Reader is more than just a radio station but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and the Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Hello, this is Michael, the Playmaker Irving, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys and I am an NFL Hall of Famer. Trust me, you're listening to the best Slam Radio. channel 145 and this is crazy that we, we, we even have to bring up this topic but black lives matter isn't a trend and this has been going around through social media for a while now as we're seeing it kind of die out on social media and we're seeing that a lot of celebrities and quote-unquote influencers such as timothy chalamet florence Pugh, callum hood david castaneda harry styles and so many so much more are urging that just because it's no longer a social media dominant present that you should still be into the movement and the movement still hasn't ended and that you should still protest and aid and donate as much as you can for the Black Lives Matter movement and for those who haven't gotten their justice just yet. So we're seeing that a lot of people are trying to get onto this as if it's a clout, as if they're getting on this for a fan base, for 
for a way to achieve, I guess, certain expectations to kind of gain fame, essentially, which is crazy because, again, Black Lives Matter is not a trend. It is a movement. It is a human rights movement that shouldn't be benefited from. So, I mean, I think I personally feel like it's crazy that people are really trying to get clout from this because, again, this isn't something that is going to come and go with fashion and fads. It's it's not. It's simply just you are human. It is a human right issue. And that's simply just it. That's how I personally view it. I yeah. agree with you, Nicole. People trying to use this as clout chasing and stuff like that. Like, honestly, like, from the bottom of my heart, what is wrong with you? Like, not even, all jokes aside, what is wrong with you? Because this is a serious issue in the United States of America, and there's people just trying to take advantage of that issue and use it as a popularity thing. Again, this is a that's a trend that people use real issues and just try and get clout and popularity from them. Which, once again, I don't understand why. These are issues that affect Americans every single day, especially the Black Lives Matter movement. It's the whole police brutality towards blacks that is an issue in the United States of America that affects people every single day. So to use it to your advantage, it it's mind-boggling. I don't understand it. I agree. Like, Anthony, you make a really good point because it's something that we don't really expect to see because it's kind of like common knowledge not to use other people's suffering to your advantage. Um, We've talked a lot on this show about people who do things for clout and um, we've talked a lot about the Paul brothers who do things for clout and celebrities as that. But to be quite honest, um, I don't see why anyone would use this as a way of getting attention. I mean, if you are an influencer, a celebrity, use the attention that you get from your fans and followers to move towards this movement, to give towards these funds and these people who are trying to support the Black Lives Matter movement. But the Black Lives Matter movement has been around for a really long time. But only, unfortunately, only when we see police brutality, only when we see these really gruesome um, events on the news is when we start to pay attention to Black Lives Matter. But it's always been there. We just don't really think about it until we see a violent case like George Floyd, where um, unfortunately he passed away. We don't really give Black Lives Matter the attention it deserves all year round because it's always there. Um, you should always be supporting it, should always be supporting these people. And you shouldn't be, again, as Nicole said, this is not a trend. It is not something that just comes, you get attention for it, and then it goes. Like, this isn't some, like, challenge. This isn't, like, the type of challenge or anything like that. Like, this isn't something that can come, everyone pays attention to it, and it leaves. This is something that we need to pay attention to this until we see the equality that we need to see in this world. This is a, a Black Lives Matter movement. This is the movement that we need to pay attention to and give to and give our support to, not to get attention, but to get the change that we need to see in the world as well as in this country, because racism should not be a thing. 
Like it's and it's stupid that I have to say it. It is. I'm sorry I said stupid, but I don't care. Like people are all the same. We, at the end of the day, we're all the same inside. Like racism is just it's stupid. And I mean, it's not a trend to support other people just to get attention. It's not because this is something that we've seen for a long time and we fought hundreds of years for, and it just, it needs to finish. It needs to be over. And that's why we support this movement to finish the oppression of people of color. But people don't see that because all they care about is themselves. They're selfish and narcissistic. And that's on period. Yeah, I actually remember uh, not too long ago, I saw on like my Instagram, I saw a video of these two couples who were there to take pictures at a protest. They went to the protest and they were like, oh, they asked these people, can you take a picture of me? They took a picture and then they said, okay, let's go home. When, when I saw that and I heard that, I was like, wow, these people are absolutely disgusting I, I don't understand why you would feel the need to do that or to take attention from this important thing that's happening right now this very sensitive thing that's happening right now and you're like oh let me get some let me get some cute pictures off of it really that's just disgusting man like what's wrong with you I don't understand people who do that nor do I agree people with who do that I think it's just mad disrespectful that people have that mentality to think, oh, it's just, okay, I get more people to follow me and more likes. It's disrespectful. Like the Black, the Black Lives Matter movement, it's out there because something needs to be changed about it. Everybody, no matter your skin color, should be able to be treated as equal. We're all human. I'm sorry, we're all human. Just because we have a difference in color doesn't mean anything. Like, we're human. We should be treated with respect and equal. That's it. That's all, period. <laughs> like Idania says, because I see her. Yeah, for sure. I don't get, people need to understand that you continuously support this movement in order to get things done. Because as you can see with the continuously support of the Black Lives Matter movement. The George Floyd case has been the most successful police brutality case in history because there has been no other case where we have gotten not just one arrest, but multiple arrests in those, you know, four officers. And that is crazy to think that without all this support from the Black Lives Matter movement, I don't think we would have gotten it done. We would have never gotten this case done and would have ended like most other cases in the U.S. where, you know, the police get off with a slap on the wrist and with pensions and they don't get punished for what they've done. And we've, with this movement, we have really done something. So people need to know that you need to keep on supporting this so something like this doesn't happen again. We urge the governments for, for reform and it really will help. So it... I think it's really, you know, important that people need to really, you know, keep on supporting this movement or to get things done.
Yeah, and I completely agree. I mean, this has been the most successful uh, Black Lives Matter case in general in America because we have seen a lot of discriminatory things. And even this has birthed a lot of discriminatory things. We've seen a lot of hate crimes and a lot of slanderous things that, that have come from this, as we talked about last week on the youth, where people will just, because they feel as if it's justified, which it's not, because how are you gonna hate on somebody for something that they can never control? And for an ability that you think, a perception that you think, you can't, have, as, have people never heard of the, you can't judge a book by its cover? Like that's the most, basic thing and that's the most elementary thing that I can bring it down to it's how are you going to judge somebody for how they look on the outside when you don't know them because just as well as somebody who dresses very nice and who seems to live a luxurious life they can they can be a terrible person in more than one way and there's really no there's no need to say oh because you look like this and because you act like this and because I perceive you this way you are dangerous or you are um low level like that's not how life works you're, the way that you dress and the way that you give yourself off isn't how the how people kind of take you in in the world. It's more so what you do for the world and how you change it. That's when it really comes down to it. But when we come back here on the youth, we're going to talk a little bit more on this Black Lives Matter topic and how it is integrating with sports. So you're listening to the youth here on Sam Radio, Sirius SM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane, you have a couple of pit bulls off to the side, you have some very, very big German shepherds, you know, just the bigger type of dogs, and they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. 
Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. What's up? This is Gronk, and you're listening to Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth. Slam Radio, Sirius M Channel 145. So we're going to talk a little bit about sports today because I'm feeling in that mood. I like sports, and we're seeing that sports are coming back, but... There might be some postponals, which is understandable, but still different opinions as things go on. So Kyrie Irving does not want to return and does not want the basketball season to happen. He wants to postpone it for a little bit because of the Black Lives Matter movement. He seems that if they do continue with this and the season in general, that they would be undermining the Black Lives Matter movement. And he wants to shine as much light on that movement as possible because, again, he's, a, he's an activist for it as as most celebrities are with this, and not for the trend, because as we can see, this is impacting sports in multiple ways. The NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, has apologized for not being sensitive and for not taking ownership of opening up to the players and the movement in the past with multiple of the expressions that they have expressed on the field when the field was still open to the players. But the owners of the NFL teams have not opened up to this topic. And again, we're seeing the Black Lives Matter movement becoming prominent in all forms, not only sports, but just in entertainment and in in life at this point. Especially how the in NASCAR, they've they've taken down all the Confederate flags, which has come because of this movement, as well as they had their first Black Lives Matter car with the driver Bubba Wallace, because again, big time activists, big time, listen, people need to listen out to this, which fair enough, it's true. And I mean, I'm just kind of wondering because my impression of this is that it's nice seeing that finally, again, it took something horrible to bring this up and for people to finally look and listen to what's happening. But it is, it is kind of nice to see that there is some sort of social justice happening to this with a whole bunch of people such as entertain entertainers athletes and a lot of the sports teams opening up and apologizing as well as helping out and giving their their all to this movement so i think it's it's a little comforting now seeing this and that multiple people are kind of getting on this in order to ensure that the maximum that it can be done is done yeah um 
with all this thing, going back to the Kyrie Irving point where he wants to try and postpone the season because it's going to overshadow the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I happen to agree, but at the same time disagree with him. Yes, the Black Lives Matter movement is huge, and the whole George Floyd situation and the riots and the protests are a huge thing going on in the United States of America right now. But let's be completely honest here. Between the seven of us, the six of us, do you really think that a professional sports league is going to overshadow police brutality? Oh, when, not a chance. I don't in think the so. past, exactly. In the past, they've been supportive of it. They haven't let their league overshadow it. They've let the movement overshadow the league. I remember in 2014, um, oh my God, I forgot his name. And, and that... Me forgetting his name shows how many police brutality cases there are in the United States of America. Uh, Trayvon Martin, that's what it was. 2014, I believe it was. The NBA poured out with support, and a bunch of their players started wearing I Can't Breathe shirts. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, may he rest in peace, Damian Lillard, etc. So for him to say that it's going to overshadow that, I think they're, they would actually be really supportive of it. I, I can't lie. Um, Again, I get where he's coming from. I, I get his concern. But you have to think, there's been a lot of people waiting for this league and there's been a lot of money lost in the process. So to postpone it like that more, it's, it's not going to work out. And I think they'll be supportive of the movement. Yeah, for sure. And I'm um, going back to the NFL point. I think um, there should be a full-fledged apology with all the owners. With, you know, what happened last year, we all knew with the kneeling of the flag, it was supposed to be in support of Black Lives Matter, but it was unfortunately shut down. I think they should make an apology for that because, let's be honest, it's a form of protest. They have no right to shut that down. But I'm glad that Roger Goodell is speaking out on this. I think the owners should speak out on this as much as they can if they want any publicity from this. Because let's be honest, a lot of these NFL owners, all they care about is publicity. So I just hope that, you know, there could be some, you know, form of apology there. And going back to the point about the NBA, I agree with Anthony 100%. Would actually shed more light if they did open up the season, if they, you know, they gave support to the Black Lives Matter movement. It really would help. And I totally agree they should open up the season, not postpone it like Kyrie Irving is suggesting because I think it will give more support to the movement. I mean, I might be on my own here, but I disagree with Anthony and Mario. Yeah. Um, I'm, obviously, I'm not trying to be mean, not trying to contradict you guys. But, I mean... I understand that you guys are sports fans and obviously I don't know anything about sports, but I, I see what Irving is trying to do. Like we're not saying that the league has never supported the black lives matter movement because I know it has. We're just saying that the media right now needs to put more attention on the black lives matter and that more people need to focus on the black lives matter movement and that's why he wants to, he would like to postpone the, um, the league. Season. The season. 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 That's the word. Thank you, Nicole. 
No problem. I'm here to help. <laughs> Why? Why he would like to postpone the season? It makes sense, and, but I do understand where Anthony and Mario are coming from. But I think the point he's trying to make is that he wants more attention to go towards the Black Lives Matter movement and these athletes that are very famous athletes do use that voice that they have to encourage people to support the Black Lives Matter movement. But that starting the season um, would take a lot of attention away from that. But I do completely understand and respect um, the opinion that Anthony and Mario have on this. As for the whole NASCAR thing, when I tell you I was so excited, I was, oh, I was so happy when I saw that because I was like, I never liked the Confederate flag, obviously, because it has so many negative attachments to it. And I still never understood why it was something that was allowed to be displayed so publicly. Um, and just the fact that it got, it got, um, band in NASCAR just makes me so happy and the whole um Black Lives Matter car dude have you guys seen that car it is popping dude dude I want to drive that car that car looks amazing and Ask I think it's Wallace. such a he great might, he might let you in for, for a nice little spin maybe me shout out to me guys shout me out please but <laughs> I do think it's something really nice to do, and I really do think it sheds light on this. I am not going to give my opinion on the whole NFL situation because I do not know enough. Um, quite frankly, I don't even like football like that. I don't pay attention to football like that. But, you know, it is what it is. And, yeah. Yeah, for me, the Kyrie Irving thing, I think it shows how – how much he cares for the movement, how like he's ready to risk his entire like basketball career and everything just, just so that the movement can continue. I, I think that's completely admirable, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't really believe that it, it's helping much because like, um, what's his name? Austin Rivers said he, it, with the money that they get from the paying the actual seasons, they can donate it to the actual uh, charities for the Black Lives Matter movement, and they can help people with this. And remember, people are, are slowly like running out of money. They, they're not Kyrie Irving who gets constant, constant money from, I'm not going to lie to you, my cousins have a few Kyries. I have a pair of Kyries. He gets money for a fact. I Unlike most people I that I like, are in the NBA, they're depending on this money. They have to play games. Uh, some players um, apparently actually need um, are needing to start playing games soon. If not, they were, you know, yeah, especially the rookies, as Miss um, Martinez says, you need, the rookies need money too. They haven't got the full paycheck. And I don't know. I don't think the, the postponing the season will do much for anything. It's, it's, I'm kind of agreeing. I think what Kyrie is doing is great, but at the same time, I just don't know. I think it's going to affect a lot of things moving forward. I think that they could use like this, the basketball season to their advantage to raise money, like my brother said, to raise money to help out the movement and actually show awareness to, because I know for a fact there's a lot of people that are looking forward to like seeing their sports come back. So for a fact that you could use 
to an advantage to spread awareness, to show, um, to raise money. Uh, I honestly agree with my brother and I understand what Anthony says and Idana, you too. Like it's gonna put away from the actual movement of, of the protesting, but it's gonna actually, people are gonna see it more because they're looking forward to watching their sports again. And it's gonna, people are gonna get advantage of spreading more awareness or raising more money. I feel, at least this is my opinion of, because I know for a fact I look forward to basketball. And if I see stuff like about the Black Lives Matter movement, I would for sure like continue to like to either show awareness or spread around, oh look, this player is showing more awareness. This is what's going on. So it's actually probably a good thing if, if the season comes back instead of postponing it. I well, okay, I completely agree with everything that's kind of been talked about today. First of all, that Miss Martinez caught me off guard, but I'm here for it. It's okay. But I think that with what's happening for the season, again, I think that it will bring in, it will definitely shine a lot of light to a lot of the other opposite sides that we kind of forget about when it comes to Black Lives Matter movement, because we're all aware of the protesting, but not all of us are very well versed in where we can donate and where the donations are real and where it's, it's, it's affable so that we can see where it's going and how it's going to be used and how everything is being used for, for donations and how you're aiding for them. So I do think that with the season, I think that the season should play out as normal. I can, I understand exactly what Idania is saying and I get it because when sports, because it has such a big platform because it reaches so many things, we even have entertainment newspapers talking about sports all the time. And like entertainment newspapers that only talk about Kim Kardashian will talk about sports for no reason. That's, that's, just, that's just the actual mass and variety that sports gives to everybody so just seeing it it, returning i think even though it might outshine some of the media presence at the same time i think of because of the players like lebron doesn't want the season to be postponed because he says that he doesn't see it as outshining it he sees it as if they can uplift the black lives matter movement and i completely agree with that statement because i think for a fact with the players who are there as all of them are do go into the activism part for this and how all of them have given to somewhat of, of, of a charity and of donations as well as I've seen people have been protesting as well like with the players that are returning and for for the season in general and just knowing how the NBA kind of functions whenever it comes to these things I have no doubt that they aren't going to uplift this movement in a way for everybody to kind of see it in a different light and for them to kind of use it, not to their advantage, but use it because of their platform to spread the awareness as much as they possibly can. And I, I, I agree with the owners having to open up and talk about this because I did think that was a little fishy, a little off, that you kind of, kind of go off on, on the fact of that your team is the best and they have the best players, but yet you don't want to defend your best players and you don't want to defend uh, their, their beliefs and how they kind of see things. And just, again, this is all, we're all just seeing how this is become becoming very prominent and so many things for us that it's, it's definitely impacting us in a completely different light. But when we, when we come back from the youth, we're going to talk about pride month. We've been neglecting it a little bit because of black lives matter. So when we come back, talk about that a little bit more. So you're listening to youth here on Sam radio, Sirius channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. 
holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane, you have a couple of pit bulls off to the side, you have some very, very big German shepherds, you know, just the bigger type of dogs, and they're hanging out talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth. Slam Radio, Circus M10 And this is Pride Month. And I feel like we've kind of been neglecting it a little bit. But Nickelodeon surely has not. They recently posted a celebration post for Pride Month with their LGBTQ plus members and allies. So some of the characters that were displayed and some of the people in general that were displayed was SpongeBob. And a lot of people were kind of not surprised with this one. A lot of people thought 
thought him to, well, believed him to be gay, well, at least a gay creator, um, character. But the show's creator back in 2002 had actually talked about this. Uh, Steven Hillenburg says that he always thought of SpongeBob to be asexual. So when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. He never really has any love interest in any of the, in any of the shows. Patrick had a love interest. Squidward gets a love interest. So does Mr. Krabs. But he never really does. So, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense to me personally. Cora from Avatar is bisexual. And an actor from Henry Danger, Michael D. Cohen, is in it because he is a transgender male. He transitioned from female to male 20 years back. So, I mean, personally, I think that this is very sweet and it's, it's a nice display from Nickelodeon because personally, I kind of fangirled when I saw this. I really, I love the, the whole uh, thing about this. And I don't, I don't view Sandy as a love interest because she had a love interest herself. I think even now in the later season, she has kids with like another squirrel, which is weird. Apparently, I've seen clips. It's it's interesting, but I, I kind of want to get your feeling. I know that Idania is repping with the pride flag, so I'm kind of interested in how this is going to go. I mean, you guys know me. I'm very vocal about the things that I believe in. I'm very honest about the things that I believe in and the things I support. Um, you guys have seen me wear my flag and my rainbow pin um, for all the shows during Pride Month because it's Pride Month, yes! And this is kind of really exciting, um, but personally, I think, I always thought SpongeBob was asexual, right? But okay, people say Sandy. Yeah, he had like kind of like a crush on Sandy a little bit, like it was insinuated, but it, it, it's not really like a love interest. It's more like they became best friends, like kind of thing. I mean, maybe he thought she was cute maybe he was impressed because she was such a boss like maybe that's what it was I don't really think it was a love interest and um as most of you probably know Steven Hilbert tried making the show as like um scientifically accurate as he possibly could I mean we're gonna ignore the fact that you know they put fires underwater and the fact that Gary is a snail that says meow but it's other than that it's pretty accurate and if I'm not mistaken sponges are asexual so it would kind of make sense why they would go hand in hand um asexual is part of an lgbtq plus community and they don't really get much love even though they should and it's just I love pride month it always gets me so excited and so happy and so ecstatic I never watched Henry Danger I mean I watched it like one episode and I really wasn't feeling it but like oops and I saw a guy on TikTok that um, that said that his childhood was ruined because um, SpongeBob came out. My man, excuse me. First, of, okay, so I came out when I was like 13, 14, and that didn't change anything because I was still myself. Like SpongeBob is still SpongeBob. So what if he's ace? The show doesn't even revolve around his love interest. Like if the show revolved around him dating other people. And, like, he literally dated a Krabby Patty in one episode, guys. Like, you're going to sit here and tell me. You're going to sit here and tell me that him being asexual ruined your childhood. And seeing him be in love with a Krabby Patty did not, like, have something running through your brain. Like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but ah, it's so exciting. Happy Friday, month, guys. And I know you guys are all allies. So, I love you guys for that. And thank you, Nickelodeon, for showing your support, just like a lot of other companies are doing.
Oh wow, Irani. I don't think I could top what you just said. Oh God. Like that. That shows um, like happiness. Deep. Yeah. You, you you went off. You went ham. I love it. No, I'm actually happy that Nickelodeon actually did something something honestly amazing. Cause like I know a lot of people don't show like Pride Month at all. But I also saw that TikTok too, and I got a little upset. Like, how can you destroy your childhood? Like, you don't even think about it. SpongeBob is like more about adventure and being with your friends that you consider family. And I I love SpongeBob for that, even though I don't watch it that much. But it's childhood. Like, that doesn't mean anything. I like that that they show awareness at least for that. Even though we don't at least this month we didn't put a lot of bright on a lot of like light on it, but it's okay. We sh- I know a lot of people are celebrating no matter what. I see it all over the place. And I'm so happy to see that people are happy um, celebrating of who they are. That doesn't change who you are. Idania is still Idania. I love her. I know everybody's still who they are, no matter who they love and who they are. That's on. That's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, for people who are saying stuff like, oh, it ruined my child." None of that never really ran through my mind. Like, I just kind of, like, there was nothing really in SpongeBob, like, anything in particular about romance towards anyone. I know that Idania said that it was assumed that he had a crush on, uh, what's her name, Sandy. But um, it never really ran through my head, like, any of that. So, like, I I kind of just overlooked it, and I'm sure a bunch of people did. So it didn't ruin my childhood or anything. Like, it's just, it's actually pretty cool. Like, they actually, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not interpreted, but incorporated that into that show. But um, well, what's the point I'm trying to make? The point is that, like, people who say that, like, that doesn't, as a kid, and even when I got older, like, that never really ran through my mind. Again, SpongeBob, like you were saying, is a show about adventure and a sponge flipping Krabby Patties at the end of the day. That's literally what it's about. So none of that even ran through my head. So to ha- to say that, it's, it's a little bit immature and inappropriate. Yeah, for sure. Like, I never really thought about that. But anyway, I just need to ask you, Nicole, do you hear that? I mean... Stole that from me. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Mark. It, it, it's nice to get that not stolen from me. For, for Oh, my God. Sorry, Anthony. Sorry. Yeah. T- tough luck, Anthony. But we couldn't we couldn't get everybody's opinion on this today. But I do know that everybody is kind of on the same side with everything. You know, great to see that Nickelodeon's on this. Uh, again, we like to say thank you to all the frontline health workers still battling COVID for us, as well as all the people protesting and risking their lives for social justice. So you listen to the youth here on Sam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. We'll see you next tomorrow.